isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. A migrant mega shelter opens outside the Creedmoor Psychiatric Center in Queens. It's Wednesday, August 16th, and this is your New York Daily News. Before today's top story, the tallest building in the city's biggest borough is taking shape. At least three floors appear to have been built so far of the Orchard, the 69-story building in Long Island City that will be the tallest in Queens upon its completion in 2026. The Orchard will be 794 feet high, with 824 apartments and more than 200 parking spaces, according to filings with the Department of Buildings. The projected height surpasses Skyline Tower and Sven, residential skyscrapers located nearby that are currently tied for the tallest in Queens at 762 feet. Find this story and more right now at nydailynews.com. New York City opened a cavernous state-funded shelter cramped with Spartan cots in eastern Queens on Tuesday as a politically diverse group of elected officials banded together in Brooklyn to demand more federal funds for the asylum seeker crisis. The new facility, planned to ultimately host more than 1,000 single male migrants for stays up to 60 days, is housed in tent-style barracks outside the Creedmoor Psychiatric Center in Queens Village. The city said it planned to open the shelter to about 100 men on Tuesday, with the number expected to grow rapidly as officials scramble to house new waves of migrants who are stretching the shelter system to its seams. The austere new shelter, planted on a parking lot on the easternmost edge of the city, includes a main structure with about 850 Coleman cots, a smaller tent with another 150 cots, a cafeteria structure, and bathrooms housed in covered trailers outside. City officials proudly toured reporters around the facility Tuesday afternoon while acknowledging the makeshift setup was far from perfect. The cots were bunched tightly together, mirroring a controversial shelter on Randall's Island earlier in the crisis. Another state-funded shelter with a capacity of around 2,000 is slated to open on Randall's Island in the coming months. We're out of good options, said Fabian Levi, a spokesman for Mayor Adams. We're out of even okay options. These are the only options left. Like previous shelters the city has opened in response to the crisis, the Creedmoor Relief Center has drawn sharp criticism from nearby communities. The site is far removed from the subway, but within walking distance of city buses. It is located next door to an ivy-covered senior center. The shelter will be guarded by security guards 24-7 and arrivals will receive COVID testing and meals, said Dr. Ted Long, senior vice president at NYC Health and Hospitals, which is managing emergency housing. About 100,000 asylum seekers, many fleeing political and economic upheaval in Central and South America, have arrived in the five boroughs since last year, according to a city tally. The number of people living in the shelter system has roughly doubled in 12 months. The city has weakened elements of its right-to-shelter legal mandate, which promises that anyone who needs shelter in the city will receive it. On Tuesday morning, Adams appeared in Brooklyn with a politically varied group of local elected officials to call on President Biden's administration to do more to help the city tackle the crisis. 
We don't have to be monolithic in our political theories, but we have to be monolithic in how do we protect the city from the devastation that's on the horizon, said Adams, a moderate Democrat. The mayor called it a sign of political maturity that the attendants could put ideological differences aside and link arms to call on the federal government to provide more funding and expedite work permits for migrants. This is not about Eric Adams, the mayor. This is about the people of the city of New York, said Adams, who has warned of potentially drastic cuts to municipal services without more financial assistance. The city projects the crisis could cost $12 billion by summer 2025. New York Governor Kathy Hochul, who reserved $1 billion for the city's handling of the crisis in the last budget, has been under fast-growing pressure to ramp up aid to the city. Adams, a political ally of the governor, has publicly praised her as a partner while pushing her for more state resources. The mayor has reserved his most pointed criticism for the federal government, which has offered far less aid. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.